This is Above Grade with J.S. Brown and your host, Bryce Jacob. Welcome to Above Grade, where each week we'll discuss the construction landscape in Central Ohio. I'm your host, Bryce Jacob, president over at J.S. Brown. I have Greg Hansberry here, the show's producer. The two of us are kind of the construction dynamic duo. Mm-hmm. Yep, you yep. inform and I entertain. Is how we I entertain and we inform. Sometimes I try to entertain. Right. And that's usually when you groan. You're the king of groan jokes. Groan jokes. I well, love I'm it. a dad of three girls. There you go. So dad jokes. I've worked on it for years and years. Dad jokes. I'm very, very good at them. And puns. They call me a very punny dad. Uh huh. Yeah. So, I'm sure they right. do. Well, and what do you, they call you behind your back? <laughs> <laughs> that's what their friends call me. Actually, most of their friends like me more than my own daughters do. And then how like, it always works. So cool. And he's like, no, he's a total dork. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know how it is. Uh, you know what we do every week that's fun around here? What's that? Well, we always have a good guest on mm-hmm. the yeah, show, absolutely. which we've done really all of our shows, except for one, you and I just kind of are flying by the seat of our mm-hmm. pants, which was fun too, but you were a great guest. Well, thank you. So we always, I can be consistent, mm-hmm. always have a great guest, and we've got a great one this week. Except there's one thing that's different about today's guest. What's that? She brought us candy. Oh, yeah. This is the first one that's actually brought us any gift. So she can come back. She brought us chocolate. So now there's a hint. It's a she. That's our guest. And she just traveled to London. Yes. So I don't know why, why anybody us, else would know that. Uh, <laughs> that would not us, narrow it down any. What are these? Uh, Wispa bars. So they're Wispa bars. So Cad, by Cad, Cadbury. Cadbury Wispa I've had the Cadbury Wispa. egg around yeah. uh, Easter time. Mm-hmm. Same company, right? So yeah, it's Nina Patel. Let's just get you introduced so you can start talking. To <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. Nina Patel, she's with Cambria, Cambria Courts. And it's a U.S. made product, and we're going to talk a lot about Cambria Quartz and why people should use it. But I want to know more about these chocolates. Thank you for having me. Sure. <laughs> I'll try to be on my best behavior. After, okay. um, So I went to England. I was born and raised in England. Oh, I'm so you Indian. didn't just get the accent there last week. No, I just, you know, sometimes <laughs> I'll make it up. But um, I went to visit my family, and I brought, they, they used, I, used, I was raised in a, candy store pretty much right oh, that's nice well Is, there was, was your a dad general the Cadbury store? Easter bunny no <laughs> no not at all <laughs> my uh, parents would I w- would sell all kinds of stuff in the store and they sell candy and people would come in with like five pound note and buy like bacon and potatoes and things like mm, that and I'm like why as a young person why are they doing that why don't they just buy all this chocolate so now as an adult they will um, buy me so much chocolate and things that I like when I come visit, and then I have to buy an extra suitcase to bring it back. So the last two weeks, breakfast, lunch, and dinner has been chocolate. <laughs> Primarily Wispa bars, or is this what you have left over because you don't care for them as much? Um, I, I have a, a little bit of that. <laughs> I ate my favorite first. Okay, and then, what are those? Okay, my favorite is Wagon Wheels. So basically, Wagon Wheels is two, it's round, and it's two pieces of cookie yeah. with uh-huh. marshmallow in it dipped in chocolate. And I probably could eat eight of them in one sitting, but I have to. Hmm. I know it's wow. bad. It's that bad. That sounds really good. Yeah. They're really the delicious. Wheel. But they, needless to say, I didn't have any of those Greg, why don't you available because I ate and tell all. us about it. Okay. I know well, you're dying too. Well, and the thing about it is, I'm going to love it, and it's going to be a giant tease because <laughs> I. I'm never going to be able to have it again. It's like the people in the movie I feel like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. No, you will be. I'll bring you. You have a golden ticket. Oh, no. It's really, you thought it would be solid, but it's really light and airy. Fluffy. Fluffy. It's It's fluffy. It's not quite nougaty like a, um, 
Well, see, Milky Cadbury Way. always has that up their sleeve anyway. There's always something in That's the good. middle. It's not just a solid mm-hmm. anything. They always have it full with of yolks or okay. Snickers or different. So it's good. It's like a Milky Way, but oh, it was like a Three Musketeer. Oh, I was going to say, but if the goop inside was a little more solid. Mm-hmm. So is good. that is that like the English attempt at a Milky Way or a, a Three, Three Musketeer? Musketeer? No. Huh. It is not. Three... It's not an attempt. It's just what it it's is. Just what it is. It's good, but it's not quite like a Milky Way. It's just it's the closest thing I could compare it to. The thing about oh, English right. chocolate, when I first came here, it's it was good. painful for me to eat chocolate here because it wasn't as sweet and creamy as the chocolate in England. It was creamy. So a Kit Kat bar. Mm-hmm. It is creamy. You're validating mm-hmm. that. Look at him. I really mm-hmm. like that. A smiley man over there. A Twix, a Kit Kat bar, mm. a Snickers, which was called Marathon in England. Were, they were so much more tasty. Now Bryce is going to I'm having mine. And it's the creamy and sweet, whereas the chocolate's a little... I don't mind the chocolate. Don't get me wrong. It's just that it's not as creamy mm. and sweet as the chocolate there. Mm-hmm. So... Hmm. Yeah. So even like the Snickers bar or whatever that we're used to here in the States tastes different over there, huh? Yeah, it does. In fact, I used to I get know. Kit Kats and bring them home with me it's like to chocolate. America. Sorry. It's like chocolate-flavored chalk. Chocolate favorite chalk? Yes, it's very chalky to me. But it's good. Is it's it creamy chalky? chalky? Yeah, you bite into it and it like kind of explodes a little bit. Yeah. Like, like when I used to eat chalk. It. But it tastes <laughs> good. Yeah, that's why I think of that. Huh. Does it make you happy? It makes me really happy. I've always been happy. Perfect. That's just, all that matters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's good. We'll get a sugar rush now. Who wants to know about Cambria? Me, me, me. <laughs> all right, I had to feel deep. Give him chocolate, and he's all wired. Oh, all right, it. settle down. We want to know about Cambria a little bit. So I think a lot of people have heard about Cambria. They mm-hmm. see your dragon on your car, driving all over town, hopefully abiding by all the traffic laws. Yeah, we do. Okay, absolutely. Good. Thank you for validating that. And so you're driving around town safely, but you are meeting primarily with a lot of the contractors in town. Yes. Because you service us and you do a wonderful job and all of our clients to make sure that the quartz product that goes in their house is the best that man can make. Absolutely. So the dragon wagon, yes, we drive that. That's what we call <laughs> the, the dragon, dragon wagon. wagon. <laughs> um, and you will see us. And um, we work with designers, architects, remodelers, builders, Anyone that's in the building industry that would uh, maybe consider our, our product to put in their client's home. Who do you have the most fun with? J.S. Brown, of course. Okay. Great answer. <laughs> Good answer. It really was. Thank we do, actually. Well, understandably. We have a good time with you as well. So you also have a good time because your company is based out of Minnesota. Minneapolis, is that right? Yes. Lesur is where the plant is. Mm-hmm. Um, the family that owns the company is from there, and um, yeah, from Minnesota. So interesting story of that family, though, right? Yes. And how they so, stumbled into quartz. Yes. It's the family, um, the, the Davis family, they started, um, they used to have a dairy. They still the, do. And they still own the dairy, yeah. but they produced a lot of... Um, Chocolate. chocolate? No, cheese. <laughs> oh, cheese. Uh, and they uh, would supply to craft America's chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Wisconsin stock. Mm-hmm. So Stan Davis started the dairy a long, long time ago, and his son Mark took it over. Um, and then uh, they sold that part of the business as far as what, and they 
actually formulated whey protein as well. So they were quite successful. The family is an entrepreneurial family. And so when they were selling or considering selling the business, they were also looking at other opportunities. And they had a friend who was in the industry in quartz manufacturing. And um, they decided to take a look at it. When they uh, looked at it, they also considered manufacturing quartz for DuPont, just like the mm -hmm. way they would manufacture cheese for craft. Right. And so they bought the equipment and they took a couple of years to really study how they were going to do, how they were going to produce this quartz mm -hmm. for DuPont. But they wanted to become uh, much more profitable and much more innovative in the way in which they were producing the quartz. So they um, decided to start their own brand Cambria mm -hmm. and uh, not continue with that DuPont relationship in order to be able to achieve the things that they wanted to do. In Interesting. Goals. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they've really done a beautiful job. And I, I was, had the um, fortune of being up there in January, I think it was, is when I came out or no, December, right before Christmas uh, this last year. And you guys took care of us because you like to show the facility off, help us understand the product um, make sure that we have a good awareness of what you're doing, how you're doing it. And you actually go to the extent of investing and sending people up there. Mm -hmm. And that experience was something I've been on a lot of plant tours. You know, I've gone and seen tile, I've seen cabinets, I've seen just a bit, little bit of everything, toilets being made, you name it. But then going up to this plant was a little different because they expanded the tour to get to know the family quite a bit. And we saw the dairy farm. We saw the cows being milked. And we went to one of the cheese shops and ate pizzas there and got to experience a little bit of everything that is Cambria. And the thing that really kind of struck me is how clean the facilities mm. were. Now, I've been in, like I said, a lot of plants. I would have sat down on the floor and eaten a lunch anywhere in the entire facility, which is not an exaggeration. It was I unreal how clean a manufacturing plant could be kept. I love that you validate that because most people, the general public, don't tend to have that journey ever as far as going to any manufacturing plant. And if they do, they, they measure what the quality of that product is. We have SOPs, our standard operating procedures on everything we do. And so we, it, the plant is amazingly clean and organized and parts of it seem like NASA, the way that they mm -hmm. produce. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so that was something that impressed me as well, because I have been through different manufacturing facilities, and they are very, very good at making sure that things are how they would expect them to be. And um, it's really impressive. What the journey between the family's past business mm -hmm. and the quartz manufacturing seems like an odd one. When, when you listen to it the first time, you, it's difficult to marry the two, but the, the sanitation standards in dairy, right? You know, from what I heard there, I didn't mean to cut you off. No. but the sanitation standards in dairy are so strict. Yeah, it's such a stringent industry that for food production. So you're right, Bryce. If you're considering it from that standpoint, the the formulations and the way in which the procedures and the way in which they go. They uh, created cheese. They used that in their facility as far as creating Cambria. So when you go up there, so let me just say in this sense, 
when you're creating like Colby Jack cheese and those, <laughs> that, there My is a favorite. price. Wait, let's talk more about Colby Jack. <laughs> okay, go on. What's good on? The, because the I yellow, love cheese. The orange and cheese the white and chocolate. Cheese. Oh, yeah, yeah oh, so good Colby. on sandwiches, melted oh, over everything. Mm. Grilled mm, cheese. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, yeah. I yeah. love cheese. That's a oh, me too. painful. <laughs> I, next vice. time we'll have you back. Can you bring us cheese curds? I will do that. In, yeah. fa- in fact, I never ate so much cheese curds as I have in the last year. Um, as I started working for camping, and we would go up there. I mean, it's fantastic. A, you heat them up just a little bit, and they yeah. squeak in your teeth. It's oh, wonderful, delicious. Yeah, they're <laughs> wonderful. Bad, bad, bad. She's coming back. It's my last bite of chocolate. I'm really, I'm happy but sad at the same time. Oh, because you'll have to go back to England to get me more of this. Well, but I have this is your bad chocolate. We got the bad chocolate. You didn't get the yeah. bad chocolate. Get some wagon wheels for us. Yeah. I don't wheels. know. Head to the chase here. I will see if I'm available <laughs> for sharing my wagon wheels. <laughs> all right. I'm afraid to tell my family I've already eaten all the <laughs> lifetime supply that they gave to me. <laughs> it didn't last that so. long. All right. <clears throat> all right. Jack. So back to Colby basically, um, the processes they use to be able to manufacture cheese are quite similar in the way in which you would manufacture quartz. Um, and the engineering that goes along with making those recipes are similar if you would consider it as you would quartz. And so it's not, if you are familiar with the background of the family and the familiar with the way in which quartz production is, it's not that far away. It just is two separate types of products. The engineering that goes into the process of cheese is somewhat in the mixing process they use. It's proprietary to, proprietary to Cambria. So they use that process to be able to make some of these beautiful designs with veining that is quite close to a natural product that you would mine out of the earth. So if you think about granite, it's quite a destructive process, the way that you would Mm -hmm. pull massive chunks of granite out. Quartz is an abundant material, abundant mineral in the earth. So we own our own quartz mine, and the way in which we mine it, we're, you know, we do it so that we're going to have mm-hmm. it produced for a really, really long time and sustain our, our uh, what we need to sustain moving forward. So um, our mines are up in northern Canada, and that quartz comes into our facility. And I don't know if you remember this, Bryce, in your tour, but they— I remember everything. Great. I love that. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so do you remember the way the trucks came in and delivered the massive Oh, tons- you have trucks that come in? No, I'm just kidding. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, of course I remember. Everything trucks like that. Are, you yeah, mean that it's not one born part. there? That was the beginning yes. part. <laughs> oh. oh. Yes, of course I remember Okay, so I'll jump your memory. So basically, <laughs> they bring these big, large bags of quartz into the facility, and our team will uh, test each bag. So we only use the purest, whitest quartz in our, um, our product, our designs. What's the difference between purest, whitest quartz and any other quartz that's mined? When you typically mine quartz, it comes out in different colors. Mm-hmm. And um, so there's not a lot of consistency or control over what you would end up having. And you'd have to really manage that process. If you use a purest, whitest quartz, it's the difference between pos- how I could explain it to how I explain it to my clients is an analog TV as opposed to a high def TV. There's clearly a difference in the way in which you look at the product. If you look at our product and our design against our competitors, you'll see that using the purest, whitest quartz really brings out the clarity in the design. Mm -hmm. And it gives us the ability to be able to have an amazing amount of consistency. So what does that mean when you're looking at consistency in a product? 
we're looking at three different regions of your kitchen with a, this similar product, you want to make sure it's quite consistent all the way through, that there's no color variations. So that's what allows us to be able to um, be able to produce a quartz that's consistent and with really great depth of color. Mm -hmm. And you'll see that in our designs. Um, so, yeah, that's one of the reasons well, why we use that. and your plant's so clean, too, and your competitors yeah. aren't that clean, so they're never going to get that, that white. I, could, I bet you a steak dinner, I could wear a black suit, a tuxedo, and roll across your plant floor, and my suit wouldn't have any dust on it. I'm not going to bet a steak dinner because you would actually. <laughs> well, you should because I bet that you couldn't get dust on it. Oh. Do you want steak? Yeah. <laughs> I love steak, too. Cheese, steak, candy. And oh, cheese. Yeah. <laughs> it's becoming a food program. All right. There might be a little dust, but not very much. Not much. You know In what fact, I love? they have an SOP for the grass. Did they talk about that with no. you? Okay, so. They didn't. Because if they had, I would remember. Uh, so I actually read about this on Glassdoor before I started with them that do not walk in the grass. And I thought, what, what, what is this all about? Well, they actually maintain the facility to a to an SOP, and the length of the grass also is has an SOP, a standard operating procedure, mm -hmm. where it's only allowed to grow so much, and you're not allowed to walk on the grass either. So it's not that they're like a grumpy old man. Get off my lawn! No, yeah, it isn't. Right. It actually isn't. Like, Meanwhile, I was sprinting across yeah. the lawn. We I mean, need gramps back for that. Where uh -huh. is he, by the way? Initially, when you hear that, you think <laughs> that way because I did too. But when I think about the way in which they uh, work mm -hmm. and the, um, what they ensure, it's the way in which I think it's like being preventative, trying to make things happen prior to preventing things from happening. Sure. And so it's it's kind of like the way in which, it's like clockwork and things that they would like to see and make sure that they ensure when they're creating their product. It's it's Only not the highest standards. Yeah. Exactly. So when you use the purest, widest quartz, our quartz has not, is 93% of our product. The 7% is binder and pigment. So that ensures us to be able to have consistency. We only have one plant. There's not several plants. One plant that also ensures consistency. So we're not having our uh, partners pull from different plants and hope that the product looks somewhat the same. It is going to look the same. Um, we ensure that with that consistency. The other thing is um, we do a lot of testing on our products. So not only do we test the quartz before it comes in, we will refuse a whole truckload of product if one bag does not um, hold the level of a, a, what we would expect of our quartz. Um, but then we'll do impact resistance, scratch resistance testing, and we'll even put the product Every line of design that we put through on our five lines will get tested before all production is, you know, is fully in progress. So they take, well, they'll make one batch, take it upstairs, mm -hmm. test it in that laboratory that you saw, mm -hmm. and they'll do all different types of testing, water testing, make sure that it's non-porous. So our quartz is non-porous, stain resistant, um, impact resistant. So there's a lot of things about it. Are we perfect? No, nothing's perfect. But the part Darn that... Darn close. We're mm -hmm. very close. Mm -hmm. Here's what I will say. What I've, when I started working for this company and I understood how they validated the journey beyond the purchase and the installation, because that's what really matters to our clients, is how is that person going to feel a year from now about that product? 
10 years from now, 15 years from now? Mm -hmm. What's that journey going to be? And when I buy anything nowadays, I feel like a lot of times I'm on my own. It's not like I think I hope it holds up to what I think my research tells me. I hope that if it doesn't hold up, someone's going to be there that speaks English that's going to help me. That's really important to me. And I wish that all the things that I bought were validated the same way that Canberra validates their product. They will stand behind their product 100%. And that's what I love about them. If there is a chip, they're going to come out and fix it. If there is something that's wrong with the installation process, they're going to replace it. They stand behind it. There's, it's a full warranty. There's hmm. no limit in yeah. that warranty anymore. It's a full warranty. I don't even know if you can purchase anything anymore that way. And it's manufactured here with the integrity that you would expect in the products that you want. Awesome. So it's close to perfect. You know what time it is? Tip of the week. It's time for the tip of the week. <laughs> perfect segue into it as well. It's time for the tip of the week. Countertops are a very personal design component of every kitchen and bathroom project. So before picking the right product, don't just choose based on the initial look. All material reacts differently to different conditions. Be sure you understand the durability of the product and come to terms with the way you manage your tasks and how hard you are on surfaces. This will make a big difference in knowing what product will survive and thrive for years to come in your newly remodeled space. It's a good one. You know what? Another thing I think you guys should be doing is have a special line of Cambria that looks like different cheeses. <laughs> and you can outfit all uh-huh. the pizza shops You're across so the cheeky. country. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, think about uh, it. It's actually, a great service for So what we do do is we'll, we'll put, <laughs> we're close to that, but not quite close to that. We will put a product in like different ball stadiums. Mm-hmm. And so we'll customize and make customized product for. Speaking of ball stadiums. Go on. Part of the experience that I had up in Minnesota was to go to the Minnesota Vikings yeah. football game and up in the Cambria suite. Well, how did you ah. think about that? What did you think about it? Okay. I don't know if I'm allowed to say much about it. Am I allowed to? Is it private? Is it everything's very confidential? I mean, I, I think that it was people beautiful. Would speak. Okay. <clears throat> so it was gorgeous, but the cost of that suite. To like have a ticket there is insane for the Super Bowl because the Super Bowl was there just a few weeks after mm-hmm. I was there, and so I remember them saying that the ticket cost of one seat in that suite for the Super Bowl was eighty thousand dollars, so eight million dollars to rent that suite. So <clears throat> wow. let me tell you something: I've never seen anything so sweet. <laughs> uh, sweet, sweet, huh? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, it was amazing. Well, you had Cambria everywhere in the floor, on the walls, on the countertops, the little bars, there's steel inlay into some of them. Just really, really, really awesome design and huge area. I mean, there's a big full bar with bartenders working in there. So, I mean, obviously you're going to fit about 100 people in, in the suite, but um, in a great view. The ball game, it happened to be when wow. the Bengals came to town That's and the Vikings, the Vikings played. And absolutely annihilated Cincinnati. <laughs> so the handful of people that came, you know, up from Ohio to watch the game were, were uh, it was over like within the first four minutes. It was like 28 to so nothing. you can drink and you know, eat cheese yeah, all night and not well, worry about they, it. They sound that big. Mm-hmm. Boom. Yeah, it was, that was great. Cool. Good experience. So thank you for that uh, experience. Um, knock that off the bucket list. But then there was the plant tour and getting able to see everything else. One of the things that stood out to me most during the tour was out on the plant where you store the inventory before it's shipped out. Mm-hmm. And there's concrete slab floor 
for as far as you can see. If you remember the scene in Raiders of the Lost Ark, you <laughs> yeah. know, where the Ark goes into uh, that yeah, big the, warehouse the big and warehouse just goes forever. Uh-huh. Well, that's what it looks like. We're at a big observation platform looking over this plant. just goes as far as the eye can see, This and, and that's stacked up with these slabs laying directly on the concrete. So nothing between them. There's no pallets or anything. Laying directly on the concrete, 100 slabs high. Wow. And there's stacks of them upon stacks of them upon stacks of them, thousands of stacks of them at 100 high that were all going to be within like a three-day period rotated out. Yeah. Which was, it's insane. The quantity of that material that's actually being trucked out of there to look at that and know, like that was the thing along the whole tour. This whole room will be emptied out by the end of the day. Every day we fill it and empty it. And I'm going... I, that's how was that, that even humanly possible? But then, as you're looking through the plan and what's going on, you can see how they're pouring the slabs and forming them and pressing them and and you know rotating these things through the process and then taking them out there. You have these big cranes pick up a slab and then and it's all by computers. They know exactly where to go to stack it perfectly yes. on that stack. And if you think about a concrete slab floor, let's say there's a little tiny pebble and they set a slab on that. And stack at 100 high, you crack those slabs. Mm-hmm. It's like the princess in the pea. You feel that thing down below. That's how clean that floor has to be constantly for those things not to split. And imagine, like, so you think about this, how strong the product is. So on the most scale of hardness, um, our Cambria quartz is 7, diamonds are 10. Mm-hmm. And so, and also imagine what they had to do with the facility to be able to handle the weight of that many slabs. Yeah, it's crazy. At the bottom of that. And it, yeah. not to affect the way in, the, the way in which that mm-hmm. building holds up. It's not an old barn. No, no. <laughs> it's collapse. No, it's no. not a creaky old wood floor. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, it might have been their first go <laughs> at it, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, they wanted an old nostalgic dairy barn <laughs> to do uh, the nope. scent. No, mm-hmm. not anymore. So, it, like, back in the day, a lot of people would buy granite. And as time's gone on, a lot more people are purchasing quartz because it is non-porous and stain resistant. Mm-hmm. So you consider that, like, and I don't know... <clears throat> If the audience listening understands the difference of that, like if you They're think very intelligent, of course they I do. I do. Well, so then it, that's great. I'm, I, I we have a highly educated <laughs> yeah, we do. listener. Well, base. I was going to say Those we have a Long people. Island yeah. made out of. Uh, we got the man-made quartz for it. Awesome. Um, and that was part of the reason why easy to clean, going to stand up uh, against the stain, stains as you know, opposed to the marble and that Scratch kind of stuff. Resistance. Yeah. So we we are um, NSF fifty one certified. And our product can be used in commercial kitchens and hospitals as well. So that's something. But I think about like granite and it being a porous material and how some people know how to maintain it and not know how to maintain it. If you purchase a house with granite and you don't know that you have to maintain it, that can be a, not a good mm-hmm. thing. Um, but with quartz, you don't have to do that. And I think that that's really great for a family or people. Well, that's that us. Yeah, yeah. We get crusty cheerios on there for three days <laughs> and just, yeah. what's 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 the best way to clean it just soap and water soap or, and water. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so i have to tell you some of it like when i started with cambria uh one of our commercial reps gave me the whitest white of cambria a, a, a 12 by 12 sample and she said nina you i cook a lot of indian food mm-hmm. and she said nina you try put some spices on there so one night i put curry powder and turmeric on it which in spite in as far as spices go, they're very staining. Um, and I left it there for twenty four hours, and I came back and I cleaned it off, and it was good as new. Wow! And that helped hmm. me validate this 
what I do. Sure. Um, and I put it throughout the entire slab because I wanted to make sure if there was any areas that would be compromised on one part of the uh, mixing process as opposed to another. And it was consistent all the way throughout. So, yeah. Cool. Nina, thanks for coming in. This has thanks been awesome. Thanks for having me. You know, we're running out of time here, but you know what? We'll have you back sometime because I want to find out what the new hot trends are with Cambria. Absolutely. And that's worth having you back for sometime. Hey, I'll bring and then, chocolate. Or, yes. or curds or curdy chocolate or chocolate Please. curds. Man, they should make those. Mm, there you those go. You're on to something. Let's do that. <laughs> Let's do it. Oh, it's too late. We just announced it to thank the world. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yep. Well, thank you. All right. We'll have you back another time. Greg? Thank you for everything as usual today. Thanks for bringing someone in who brought gifts. I I'm going to make sure it. that's a, a criteria yeah. that I, when booking folks, <laughs> we're going to say, what gift would you bring? Yeah. If you were to bring a gift per se, what would, <laughs> what would it be? I have a list of things we like. Yeah. So maybe I'll help people out. All right. Wine, chocolate. Well, shoot, we do this every curds. week, don't we? Yeah, wine, chocolate, <laughs> cheese curds, and steak. every week. <laughs> Ste- steak. You know, it's that time of day. Let's go get some steak. Steak. Let's do it. One mistake after another. All right. Well, every week we do this, Nina, and I hope you tune in to Above Grade. You can find that on on any podcast that you're listening to out there. So go to your favorite spot to do that. You can go to jsbrowncompany.com, go to our page where we have Above Grade, and you can listen to us every week. We have great stories, great remodeling uh, knowledge that we're going to share with people, and of course, always those tips of the week. They're a blast. So if you don't want to send us anything, that's okay, because you can do that by going to abovegrade at jsbrown.com and send us your ideas. You don't have to do that. You can always check out Above Grade Podcasts at J.S. Brown Company. Still can't get enough mumbo-jumbo about construction? You can tune in to From Our House to Your Home, their modeler showcase with frog hauling each Sunday morning at 8.30 on Sunny 95. Till next week, this is Bryce Jacob wishing you a great week to build from. Above Grade is a Columbus Radio Group production and produced by me, Greg Hansberry.